everyone. Okay, uh, welcome to the We Live Online pod. This is actually being recorded after we recorded the yeah. actual episode because we had a whole episode planned about uh, how we were theater kids, which we will do at some point because we were yeah, both we'll, pretty we'll big theater kids. Pocket. But um, the 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 overwhelming uh, grip of capitalism and living in this hellscape that we live in uh, has been affecting us quite badly in mm -hmm. the past little while. So uh, we decided to instead just Bench. We just started talking. <laughs> we put the recording on because we were like, oh, we'll just put it on and then we'll just chat and then we'll start. But then the chat got out of hand. Yeah. And this is our episode now. So enjoy. <laughs> oh, life. Life, you're so much fun. You know, like everything in our world could be solved if we just cared about mental health more. Yeah. Oh, like. And we're really great. If we just, about it. just cared about people. Mm -hmm. Not for any purpose other than that they're people. Yeah. So many things would be solved. Like, yeah. if you just, you know, if the world, if capitalism didn't treat poor people yeah. like it's their own fucking fault when most yeah. of the time it's not. That's not. Um, the they're the ones actually working and doing stuff and making yeah. things run. That's like... Like this whole myth, like, you know, oh, people who just, like, stay on welfare. No, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. That is a thing you have, that conservatives yeah. made up. Yeah literally just made up in the 80s and then ran with it and but that but see then they perpetuate it they like make a self-fulfilling prophecy by being like okay if you you know they have like a cutoff for welfare that like if you make like five dollars over like the literal like starvation wages that welfare is you can no longer get it yeah. and it's like that that doesn't doesn't help, help anything people because literally going to work costs you money yeah, it, like it, it costs money to go to work more than it does to stay home, which is why so many people don't want to go back to the office because it costs them literal money. Yeah, and time and like it, mm -hmm. and then like, you know, people have different like work needs. Like Yeah. Like if I could find some place where it's just like it will let me like make in the hours how much like I need for the day, say like I need eight hours in the day. If you make me like let me do it whenever, like if I could do thirty yeah. minutes here or thirty minutes there. God, but like you didn't, so you didn't have done. to keep to like a, a nine to five schedule. Yeah, a lot of people do not function well on a nine to five or schedule. Like, I like will sit and like plan out things differently in mm -hmm. different things. So like maybe I need to like actually like write it down to figure out because it will be the best thing. And then like there are companies that are like, oh, you're not moving your mouse. No, I was reading an article today <laughs> about Amazon fucking amazon just, <laughs> just amazon just amazon and basically so amazon has the most accidents per amount of workers mm -hmm. of any company in north america and then they determined that a real big problem with this was that they have machine like basically an ai that has worked out an algorithm by an average of how many like things that they think should be moved, yeah. like that this machine thinks should be moved every hour. And so if you don't move up to, you know, the minimum that this is determined um, for productivity, then, you know, you get basically yelled at by yeah. manager for like slacking off, except that it's too fast for the average person, which is why people are literally destroying their bodies, trying to keep up with an unsustainable machine yeah. thought of, productivity like it's it's fucking insane it is it's literally just insane and 
there was another thing that I was reading where uh, I forget who it is, but there's a congresswoman somewhere. It's always a congresswoman. This is what I always like about this. It's always a congresswoman who is working to make like captive meetings, like meetings that you are required to attend, mm-hmm. even though they're not relevant to your job, um, a work violation, like a labor violation. It should. Because, because for that's basically what they're doing when people want to unionize, they make them attend these anti-union yeah. meetings. But here's my thing. Um, if you treat your workers well and pay them well and don't have OSHA violations, why are you scared of a union? Yeah, like, well, but also it's like, if they weren't going to all these excessive meetings, then it means they'd be working on what you need them to work. Yeah. Well, no, because the, basically these are just to counter anti-union meetings is the only, the only reason these exist. Because yeah. anti-union meetings are already against the yeah. labor code. Yeah. Like, it's already it's illegal to try to prevent a union from being formed. Companies are fucking shifty. I'm like, I'm they so really glad are. I don't work for one. Like, for example, companies will put in the employee handbook, like, oh, you can't discuss your salary with your. That's illegal. Nope, that's illegal. You can discuss your salary with whoever the fuck you want. Yep. Like, and on work time, they cannot stop you. And, and then it turns out, like, oh, when people start discussing their salaries, suddenly a bunch of huge pay disparities come to light and Mm -hmm. it's really suspicious and then it's like they they can't try to have any anti-union tactics but oh look at this you know they use like oh we're a family here it's like "Mm, if this is a family it's a really fucking toxic one no thank you (laughs) yeah we don't want to be a part of this <laughs> Not like, all families yeah. are good. Like, yeah, like mm, some families about? are just really toxic. And uh, <laughs> Starbucks, I'm looking people. at you. Like, so, <laughs> like Starbucks, you're not the family you think you are. Uh, but no, like if you have, if you're a company and you got nothing to hide, then why fear the union? If yeah, maybe you should remember that people have smartphones. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is the other thing. It's like about social media now. Like, like. You can't hide shit these days. Are you kidding me? You can't even hide it. Like I just saw, because there's a um, thread going on where someone was like, um, give uh, companies who are hiring, give your red flags about like potential employees or like, you know, during an interview process. And like, everybody's just outing themselves as really terrible companies and terrible HR. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, good to know. And like, these are people where you're like, you literally can take two like clicks and find where they they live, (laughs) like everything about them. And everybody was like, oh, look at this ableist thread. Oh, look, this is all just red flags of like workers to do. Or like TikTok, where there's someone who's like, you know what? What was a terrible interview process? Which was the company? Out the company. And some people are just like, this is them. This is what they did to me. Because they wanted me to do presentations for free. No, and then and then as soon as you start asking them (laughs) questions, suddenly they're so evasive. Like, oh, why is this position free? How many people are you hiring? Like, how many people are you interviewing in and out of the company? Like, like, suddenly they don't want to answer. Like, responded to that thread was like... The first thing they asked was pay. <laughs> and everybody was like, ding, 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 running ding, ding, ding. for you. You're like, 
Um, you mean that thing that we all need to survive in this capitalist hellscape that we live in? A I'm salary? I'm like coming mm. here for fun. Like if <laughs> so my my friend even like believes that like nobody like why do you think people actually believe that like they were coming in really things like like, for family oriented stuff like Like, why the fuck do they think like if i'm interviewing at like fucking walmart that i'm like oh i'm really passionate about like the walmart Walmart. no i need money to pay my bills get the fuck off my jock what is this my my friend and i used to work at a pharmacy together and he and i always send each other like i was a cashier and he was the cash manager this pharmacy was the literal worst place to work and we were roommates at the time so we were just like this is a fucking nightmare but anyway there was a tiktok and we both literally sent each other the tiktok at almost the exact same time and it was one where this guy was like it's weird that in north america cashiers are required to stand while they work and it's weird that anyone cares if they sit it's fucking it, weird. And that was always a problem weird. I had because, you know, I, I have arthritis. And so I would have a hard time. But mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you can't have a stool because if you have a stool at the cash, like customers will think you're like, la- why would customers think I was lazy if I had to sit? Do they, do customers like believe that like I just check them out and that's it for my day? <laughs> like this 15 minute like interaction? No. Like clearly because like. Listen, I've had some fucking yeah. No, I mean like customers at that pharmacy. I worked at Publix, which is a grocery chain here, and they're like, in terms like out of like all the grocery stores, pretty much, it's like one of the better ones. And I do Mm -hmm. like, I had some good moments, but like, yeah, they had that too, and like we'd have to make sure that we weren't like, you know, taking drinks like, like, like thing. Like I'm like, oh, you want me just to hack? I will like definitely sanitize my hands after because like i understand that like respect out of it you know yeah like because like, money is dirty money is so dirty. dirty yeah or like you know like just like drinking and like and then going to touch their veggies yeah. of course i'm going to sanitize but like i could also just like sit here like my choking. thing was so basically you would have to go like four hours without a break right or even more if it was like someone didn't show up or whatever but then like I would get dizzy if I didn't eat. So I would keep snacks like in the drawer next to me. And they'd be like, oh, you can't like, you can't Uh, eat while you're here. It's unprofessional. I'm like, why is eating so I don't pass out unprofessional? Why is eating a snack unprofessional? Who invented this fucking fiction that like taking a drink of water and sitting down and eating a snack so that you can stay alert at your job. Like nobody's actually like sitting there. I mean, like, yeah, I'm going to like have like a full course meal. Like there, we know what actually is like, like I'm talking like this, a like, bag of Swedish fish to give yeah. me a sugar rush. Like yeah. calm down. Like, Oh my God. It's not God. like we're sitting here going, Oh, I'm going to like enjoy the steak meal, which will require me to be like, yeah, to, like ignoring it's, someone. It's not like someone no. with a full- knife that you're using like come like what the i'm like listen i am not paid enough to have this like level of professionalism that you seem to think that yeah cashier at a pharmacy that is in the worst part of town like listen half of our customers were homeless people which is great i think the unhoused deserve pharmacy services just like everyone else but you know what the unhoused don't give a shit about how professional their cashier is yeah you know they just want someone who won't you know 
be mean to them while counting out their change. Or like I'm willing to do yeah. I was willing to be very kind and help them count out their change, okay? Yeah. But it's just oh my god. I No, it uh, it's just so ridiculous. It's so stupid. This like late stage capitalism is such a fucking trip. And then you have to deal with like the older generations who have just completely lost touch with the reality yeah. of how anything works. Like I've just determined yeah. that at this point in my life, I am unemployable. And trying to explain that to my mother is an impossible task. I'm like, mom, mm-hmm. I was a contract worker for a yoga studio doing graphic design because I had to work from home because I was sick, lost my job because of the pandemic, because guess what can't operate during a respiratory pandemic yoga studios. Yeah. Um, and now I've been out of work so long, despite the fact that it was because I couldn't work during a pandemic that companies are like, well, it's a little suspicious that like you didn't try to get some work outside of your area of, you know, expertise. Like, Like what? Like, I'm sorry that like the thought of going back to grocery stores, literally my like, like literally my whole body rejects it well it's like to the point i was like actually if i have to do that like i probably will no longer be living like you have to yeah. understand that's where i am mentally what yeah you have to understand that like that would literally push me over the edge so maybe don't make me do that i i don't even like spend that much money too i'm yeah. like i just need a little bit to live and like i'm grateful that my parents are kind of like that but they're mm-hmm. not they're like in the they can buy whatever they want so like they don't understand it but like they will be like my mom will be like how does anybody afford to live anywhere now like how does yeah, that exactly. even happen so she knows like, like in that so she knows why i'm like i can't live like anywhere else because she knows as the person who owns this place she knows how much she's spends on it uh, like every month and she knows that it's like and everywhere here now and I live in one of the cheapest places in the country everything's like a thousand dollars for yeah well our place place. which is not a big apartment is over a thousand dollars a month and there was like this kind of meme that came up so I live in a neighborhood it's like one of the cheapest places to live in Montreal like on the actual Mm -hmm. island of Montreal because listen if I'm gonna live in Montreal I ain't living in the suburbs okay I want to actually enjoy the city you know so we picked like you know we found a pretty nice place like we were were very lucky the reason that we everyone else in our building pays more but it's because we took over the lease from someone else. Mm -hmm. And so it was in Montreal, luckily, as soon as you rent a place, it's rent controlled immediately. So even if you renew or no. Yeah, no, if you renew, it's rent controlled. And the government says like, do like calculates how much per percentage per year that you can put up the rent. And if you think that your landlord has put the rent up too much, there's an actual, uh, like governmental agency that so they have to give you your rent increase three months before it happens like 90 days that's crazy and then and i think it's usually around like between two to four percent that they can increase the rent every year depending on if they've done you know repairs or whatever and then if you think that they've put it up too much 
there's a governmental board that you can appeal to and be like, my landlord is not obeying the rent control yeah. laws. And then if you take over the lease from someone, so you do a lease transfer, like mid-lease, then their previous rent control rolls over to you. So, so it's only when See, you like even that, lease that you have to just get lucky that like the place will allow you to most places legally can just be like, no, you can't sublet, like, and you have to finish out your entire lease. So you can't but, have uh, someone take over. So during the pandemic, the, the premier of Quebec had made like a re like someone was saying like, you know, we, we need like CERB to continue. Like CERB was like our, uh, basically COVID money you know the money that we got mm -hmm. for being unemployed during covid and so we like we you know we need it because like you know the rents are you know high and he's like oh what could like a rent in verdun be like 500 dollars? and everyone was looking at him like are you fucking crazy 500 like so there is a pizza place <laughs> that said if you have a lease that is 500 dollars and you bring us a copy of that lease, we'll give you a free pizza. Because, <laughs> like, there isn't one. Like, there's, there's no... barely any here. Like, I mean, like, you would have to be... Like, that's, but like, a single room in a basement when I, like, came here, so 2008, I got a studio apartment, and that thing... Okay, it was $4.95. Mm -hmm. It still had to pay for parking, which was $60 a month. And that was a studio mm -hmm. in a not very nice place. Sort of a slum type situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I needed drugs, it was right oh, you up were, that you were I was there. There's no walking. There was no, no I had a, like, I had an apartment commute. like that in college too. I mean, like, like it's like yeah. whatever. It's they nobody really cares. Like and like it's not like all drug like people are like bad people too so it's like no, more like, like listen they're smells, all trying to get by too. or like, like crash and so it's like whatever <laughs> but like some... that place now is like thirteen hundred dollars yeah. and like and it's no yes better. it was it's downtown like a... but i the our downtown is set up to not be there's only like one part that's like a nightlife spot mm-hmm and then we have like center, which is the basketball um, place, and then also where like all the major, you know, Beyonce will come or whatever. But that's it. The downtown, yeah. literally on the weekends, there's not a like single place open. There's not a single coffee shop that's open during the weekends downtown because it's not a people hang out and yeah. live and like nightlife type place. There's a little like strip. Which has like chilies and stuff, mm -hmm. but that's it. So like our downtown is not set up for people to like it's residential. More of like a business so it's, downtown. It's, yeah, it's thing. it's yeah. cheaper all around because it literally like you would have to go here where I'm living to the nearest grocery store too. Yeah. So like even then, like so it's like so thirteen hundred dollars for a studio. Yeah, no, and it and <laughs> like, trying to like on. explain this to people who like bought their houses in like the 70s and 80s when they were you know you could buy your house on like a single income with a high school to play. it's like it's it's like there's a disconnect my mom like bless her heart okay my mother is a wonderful woman and she's very smart and she does try but she is sort of stuck in this sort of like generational divide where she doesn't really understand how the world works which i understand in a lot of ways because mm -hmm. she doesn't have to deal with a lot of that 
because she owns her house. The, my mom is not wealthy, but she owns her house. And she also works with the unhoused. So it's like she is not dealing with people in my situation on a regular basis or people who live in a city because she's from it's, it's a city, but it's like a rural Canadian city from yeah. like one of the poorest provinces in Canada. And so mom's always like, oh, like, you know, renting is like such a, you know, you should you should buy a house to get equity. And I'm like, with what money? And she's like, well, you know, like Matthew makes good money. I'm like, yeah, Matthew does make good money. But that good money does not go as far as that same good money would have gone even five yeah. years ago when he wasn't making that good money. And it's just like in order like the housing market is insane i was looking at a tiktok today i think i sent it to you yeah no did i i sent you one back too oh i did i haven't been on tiktok since then. okay so um, the the one i sent back to you was because i saw in the comments it sold for one hundred twenty thousand over that price yeah so the tiktok you know what? i'm just assuming this is our episode now because i'm just yeah. having a fantastic time yeah no um we'll like record an intro at the end and just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like the tiktok was like this house in ontario that was selling for like $650,000 and it sold for 150 over that. So somewhere in the 700s. And it is literally falling apart with fire damage. Yeah, it it's fire damage and then the subsequent water damage that yeah. took out the fire, you know? Yeah. So it's just like this house is falling apart and it's $650,000 asking price and then sold for 100 over that. Like our where Matthew and I used to live in Halifax, um the, okay, so we were very lucky in a lot of ways because we had like a detached house really close to downtown, which is unheard of for, we paid $850 a month, but the only reason we did pay that was because our landlord really liked us and he was just like, this had been like his house when he lived mm -hmm. in, in Halifax and then he had moved across the country, but he couldn't, no one wanted to buy this house because it was, it was a tiny little piece of shit house that had poor insulation, like the heater sucked balls. Like you always had leaked. issues, like like, like with your driveway or like getting yeah. Okay, the, so in. the driveway and usually driveway, normal driveways are perpendicular to the road, right? You turn into a driveway. Ours was parallel to the road, and you just drove over the sidewalk, and the driveway was just like a bunch of rocks. So people did not, and the house was like surrounded by trees. And the only thing next to it was the military base. Cause there's, so in, in Halifax, there's like a big military base right next to a big shipyard. And then right between the military base and the shipyard was one tiny little house, just a single like tiny house. And that's where my husband and I lived. And it was like a piece of shit, but we, but it had a yard and you know, so that no one knew it was there because it was like surrounded by trees. So it was us and then like one mailman who knew this house existed. So in the winter, like the the plow would come and it would just like dump all of the snow it had plowed into our driveway because it thought it was just like an abandoned lot. And we kept having to call the city because no one would ever come pick up our garbage. <laughs> and we'd have to be like, hey, it's us again. Forgot about like, us again. Forgot about our I pay for so, you. So yeah, like we pay our taxes. So we would we would like you to come pick up our recycling that we so carefully like Halifax has insane garbage like separation <laughs> rules like it is the most like stringent 
that I've seen in Canada, all the places I've lived. It's like, not here. It's, it's like, like and, and if, if they determine <laughs> that you had made an error, they would just put a giant X on the bag and be like, try again next week, suckers. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was awful. So we, so, and then they only would pick up a certain amount of bags, even if it was their fault that they hadn't come. And it was only every other week. So it was like, so we, we had just, we had, when we moved out, okay. Okay, internet, don't tell on us. But when we moved out, <laughs> we were sneaking bags of garbage into every unlocked dumpster. I'm sure everybody find. does that. Please. Like there was all oh, the mil that military base, they had an unlocked dumpster <laughs> that was empty because during COVID, like because we moved in the middle literally the middle of the height of like the second yeah. wave of COVID. Like, so there was no one doing anything at the there were they weren't doing any yeah. operations or anything. So that dumpster was empty and they had not pad there was a padlock there but they had not padlocked it no. so like matthew every night he would like <laughs> take like a little dolly <laughs> he'll be putting garbage we were oh so bad <laughs> oh well, i mean God. like at a certain point you're like what can you do you're not Oh, you so, just have to. Like, yeah. So at the end of the story is this house was falling apart. Yeah. Like this house was a piece of shit. And it sold for like a hundred thousand over asking. Sight unseen. No one ever came to look at it. Someone just bought it. And that's like then. And I I'm like obviously That was a couple years ago, like, yeah. How um the Canadian housing market is, but here it's, it's like it's just atrocious. It's and it nightmare. and they've also like um up the interest and it's going to keep on going up. So like right now I saw mm -hmm. someone who like actually mapped it out. It was like if you had like bought a house and got the interest locked in on the interest rate like a month ago, and I can't remember what the like percentage, like what the house mm -hmm. percentage, I think it was like maybe like a four hundred thousand dollar you know, loan or whatever, you would have saved like a thousand dollars in interest costs as yeah. opposed to doing it now with the same parameters and the same down payment and everything. And I'm like, how, like, how I just, I know that there are really bad people, so they don't care, but how do we have that many people who are just so oblivious to what's going on? Like, I really don't understand and this may be like some of my like own issues, but like I really don't understand how you can see all this and just like willfully be like, oh, but there's got to be a reason why they just don't want to like live places. I'm like, no, no, no. I, like I am really lucky, and then I have this place, and it's been one of the best things because like I've been able to do like little stuff. Like, mm. if I want to paint something, I can. Yeah. And that's never been, like, the case in any rental I've ever had. And, like, we all want that. We all want to be able to, like, own our places. And we also want to be it's able to, like, feasible. afford to own it. But literally, it's not set up to do that. Like, it's We're not, set up to fail There's no point. other, like, option. There really isn't. It's like, Unless what, what you I are super to... rich and come from money and yeah. then get inherited into your, like things like when I'm saying like I don't want to go back to grocery store it's not because I feel like I'm looking down on grocery store program. no I'm not I don't want to be that I um spent years in years and years and years because little backstory this was supposed to be about theater I spent years 
working on a theater career and I got a theater career and I got a really great theater career and the COVID just, just ruined, killed it. Just ruined it. And I've been struggling to get out of depression and find anything, but I can't because all of my background is in theater and it doesn't matter if everything that I've done in theater can work exceeding well everywhere else. It doesn't matter. matter. I can't find anything. And so it's me saying that I don't want to go back to grocery store is like more of like, I know how, like how it was working at a grocery store. And And I know that would be like devastating to me, especially with my like issues with anxiety and social Mm -hmm. stuff. And it would be so much worse. And like, it's like, why do I have to go back to that when me personally, I'm not suited for that. And also you worked so hard to acquire skills for a specialized career. Yeah. And it's like, I just want to be able to like do that, like be back to like working somewhere. And and I don't want to not work. I don't actually like, like being here all day, every day, like not wanting to like get out of bed. Like that's not like, yep. I just don't understand why people think that we are just like randomly like deciding that we don't want to work because like, why would I not want to work, but also don't have enough money to like feed myself too. So like, what, where, how are you thinking this way? Like, I just, it it bothers me how many terrible people there are at the end of the day. It's, it's really me being bothered by how many terrible people there are actually on this planet and how everybody consistently lied to me that there were good people in this world. Because like, I, I feel like really lucky because I have my husband who really supports me in this nonsense that I get Mm -hmm. up to and like really understands that no, I can't just, go get a job at a grocery store because literally I had that and it almost killed me. Like I, every day that I, I would literally sob and then put my uniform on and go to work, work, put my smile on my face, be super pleasant and then come home and sob again. And it's just like, and then I would, um, in addition to that, I would be just horrifically ill all yeah, the time that because would be me. I have no immune system. I don't have your immune issues, yeah. but I have physical issues. Yeah. And already I used a lot of like my strength and like putting just pressure literally on my, like, just getting body. out of bed and doing anything in the day. Take well, twice as yeah, much energy. Like, all the times that like I did stuff when I was younger too. I like it's it's catching up to me now. Literally. Like yeah. there are some times when I'm like, I I can't do stuff. And it's not because I'm like in a depressive state and don't want to like move or whatever it's because literally i have because my no lubrication in my joint and can't of do my shit. knees hurt and then yeah. like i can't stand up for a while and that sort of thing and like so it's like it's there's actual physical things stopping yeah. me from doing this and it just so nobody takes that into consideration yeah also. when i finally decided to quit it was actually my husband's idea he was like don't do this anymore he's mm-hmm. like he's like the amount the minimum wage that you make is not going to make or break our budget in any conceivable way and so then one time this was previous to my sister having children so I think she gets it a little more now because she she has she took time off you know after she had kids because in Canada luckily you can actually do that and like <laughs> yeah no that's not here yeah so in Canada you 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 get money for having children and you don't have to pay a bill at the hospital it's impre- it's amazing. I, I highly recommend. Um, but before all this, my one of my sisters once asked, we were on vacation 
to with uh, with them. And my one of my sisters, I'm not going to put her on blast or anything because I just think she genuinely just didn't understand because you know she was so caught up in the you know get a job no matter what mindset, right? Like a lot of people have. And she said, doesn't it bother you that Natalia doesn't work? Like that she doesn't make any money? Like she doesn't contribute? That's what she is. She doesn't contribute to like your household. And my husband's, I will always remember this because it was possibly the nicest thing that anyone has ever said about me. And he said, you know, I like to think that Natalia's worth is more than a monetary amount. And what she brings to the house is worth far more than any money she could make at some shitty job. And possibly I disagree because like I spent a lot of time sleeping because I, you know, I have depression, but like, listen, it was like really nice of him to say. <laughs> but it's so it was really, it was, I really, I really like the rose colored glasses for which he views me. Um, but we were actually discussing, he was telling me about like, at, at his job, because he works for a big corporation, you know, they were having like these mandatory, like, you know, like sessions where it was like, you know, how to manage your time. And like, I was joking, like, you know, it's a really good way to manage your time, not having to go to stupid yeah. mandatory how to manage your time seminars. But he was saying like, he's like, you know, I read the article like that they, because of course he did, he researches everything. Um, and he was like, so one of the things that it said is like, oh, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours of the day. And he's like, but I actually fundamentally disagree. He's like, because I know the 24 hours that I have in a day are very different than the 24 hours you have in a day because I'm not sick. <laughs> it's like, yes. And it's such an easy concept, too. This is what yeah. drives me insane. That's an easy concept to know that you're... The way that you do things is different than the other mm -hmm. things. It's not like you aren't given this information. You, It's not like you are in such a bubble that you only see one yeah. person. You really can't. At no. this point in our life and like the way that like technology is and the way that your job is and the way that society is, there's not a single person except for like if you're like off grid mm -hmm. to not understand that people do things differently. And, have and also like people have different things. abilities. Sickness, so, like, mentally. Yeah. Like, some days... I cannot get out of bed and go to the gro like and do something as simple as go to the grocery store, and he can or like that means we fundamentally have a different twenty four hours. Not to even us. like that too. Like be like I understand that people went into a different major than I and they don't know math like I know math. Like yeah, there's like I don't know math. Do you not know critical thinking? Is that what really it is? You're just a terrible person. You don't understand critical thinking skills. Like, what is happening? I, I just don't I find get that there's like you know this sort of saying is it's a very like conservative mindset where mm -hmm. they truly these people truly believe that everyone has no matter what anyone's background they have this like fiction that they've created that if everyone just tried hard. They can succeed. And that's not how society is set up at all. Rich and white didn't, didn't try hard. hard. That's the problem. They didn't like, try hard. Yeah. And they like they just listen, got hit. No matter what, them. rich white men, they're gonna succeed. Okay. No, there's no way they're not no gonna problem. succeed. They don't even the get like jail us. time when they do serious crimes. Yeah. Like, come on. And meanwhile, you've got like the jails full of, you know, black men who smoked a joint. Like, get the fuck out of here. And then meanwhile, these rich white dudes who are like, oh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps are on like the fucking board of these four paid for prisons and just like 
It's or like literally only like kind of like doing. They're not even doing an actual work too. Like they know that they're spending their most of their time not actually working too. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Like I get like uh, someone being like, "I want this lifestyle for me, so I'm gonna pretend like it is yeah. a thing." But like at a certain point, you also should realize that you could literally say you're doing that stuff, and like you'd still be able to do it because you're rich white guy yeah it drives me insane I just I'm just I'm so tired like I'm so tired I am tired I'm tired I'm, of like trying I'm to tired justify of being, that I should just exist yeah to people. I'm tired of being sad I'm tired of like having to like figure out what I'm going to do or know that like mm-hmm. each month I'm not doing anything and I'm tired that I don't get to be happy anymore. Like, and I, I'm yeah. tired that like, all I can do is like one thing each day without like literally being like, mm, yeah, this is it, you know? And like, not to be like so dramatic, but it's like, really like, no, I'm tired it of it. And it's not even like, I want like to be rich or I want anything. No. I just, I'm like, literally it would be like, you know, it'd be really cool if I could just like go to the grocery store right now and buy the ingredients for uh, a meal that I want for just me. Um, yeah. or like get a, a pack, uh, a case of soda every week, like little things. That's what I yeah. want or not it's, have it's spent always... this entire uh, winter, not turning on the heater, even though it was, oh. you know, no, that, that was, that was, or the, like before, before not Matthew turning got... on my air conditioning. Before Matthew got the job that he has now, like when we lived back in Halifax, oh my god, like <laughs> like all oh, was... things. This is not. I don't want like to have a Louis Vuitton purse. Like no, I want little things, and I can't. I'm not allowed to even think that way because no. it's just like whatever. And it's like let's ever. And the worst part is like I will. So I have taken up. Uh, so when I was in college, I was a nanny, and I hated every minute of it. I do not like spending time with children. It's not that I, I actually don't hate children. Yeah, I just find them very exhausting and have no interest in them. Yeah. But I've taken up babysitting once more um, because, okay, despite the fact that my husband is really great and he would have no problem with me spending the money he makes on my nonsense, I try to make my own money for my own nonsense. Like and most people, because we're not sitting here going, we just don't want to work at all. Like, no. So yeah. it's like, so recently my newest obsession, because, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm severely ADHD. But, you know, when I was a kid, they didn't stream. That, that was just people looking for drugs. So they never tested. But like, literally, I have every single indication yeah, that I have had severe off. ADHD my entire life that no one has paid attention to. Um I become very obsessed with like rug making. So I saved it. Oh, it took me months. But I, with my babysitting, my babysitting money, I have recently purchased a rug gun. And so it's like, I want to do, I want to do stuff that I find worthwhile. And what I find worthwhile is making things. And Mm -hmm. to the average person looking in on us who have different lives than the normal, This is a, I have just wasted $500 that I saved up on something stupid, but it's important to me. Yeah. And it is work. It is a type of work for me teaching myself a new skill. Will I ever monetize? Who knows? Maybe I'll just make some rugs for some friends and have a good time. And that's totally acceptable. But like, 
in this sort of this world where everything has to be monetized and but it's never enough to keep up with how much things increase in price and it's exhausting it's it's so exhausting and it's exhausting when you are the type of people like we are where we want to do creative things and Mm -hmm. then like because of everything that's going on I can't even do the things that I like I barely I mean like we yeah run another podcast that is about Asian entertainment Mm -hmm. and I barely stir up to watch anything for that because I like doing it, which then means like, if I'm depressed, I'm not going to do the things I like. I love sewing, but like also sewing was directly impacted because that's what I was doing for a job and I don't get to do it anymore. And I would love to be able to do that because that stuff makes me happy, but I can't actually ever get there. Like I just just, uh, never get there. If you ever need some like, some like really sick, I don't know, what's something you love to sew? (laughs) Some some really sick bandanas or something, some funky scrunchies. Uh, I can do like, you know who to hit up. Pretty much anything but like clothing is my, my, my I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I still have my, uh, I should, Jesse recently, well not recently, it was actually a while ago, but she purchased some sick Golden Girls fabric. I know. I had this like so. I had this plan. I was like, okay, I'm going like, cause you know, like depression. If you've never had like this sort of depression, crippling depression, there are days when you are feeling good. Like it's just like all of a sudden the like fog clears, and you're like, okay. And I've learned to jump at any time, even if it's small, like to do stuff. But the problem is, like, a lot of the stuff takes more than just, like, a one-day thing. But, yeah. like, there was this, like, one time I was like, okay, you know what? No. I know how to sew. I know I'm a upholsterer. That's, like, what I do. Mm-hmm. I also know how to do, like, any sort of craft thing whatsoever because that's, I was working as a prop uh, artisan, specifically mm-hmm. soft goods artisan. And I was the person who was doing all the arts and craft stuff. I was the main graphics person, and I was yeah. a upholsterer. So, like, I am solid on doing any sort of like thing whatsoever because I had to at my job I had to be a jack of all trades so I literally can make pottery I can do anything like and so I was like okay I am going to start a company where I make like fun like maybe goth or like pop culture type like bags and purses and like like little things and then also maybe like fun things like what was it like soup bowl holders but like in like golden girls like fabric and stuff like like those little little mug cozies i'm going to do it but the problem is then like after that time passes and you go back into like your dark area yeah it's like well i'm not going to do it now and everything just takes like so much energy and then on top of that because I said before, I have all this physical stuff. So I I get the like added bonus of like mental like mm-hmm. things like weighing me down, but like physically yeah. like weighing me down. Like literally like not being able to do it. Even if I was like in a good mental state, I wouldn't be able to do stuff like for long periods of time, mm-hmm. especially now that I have, you know, been out of work and not like out and doing like stuff constantly like because again depression makes you not want to like even go for walks so then you can't and depression has a physical like it physically yeah so it's like everything like just it's in this ball and so like then I didn't do it and then like I'll get down on myself because I have anxiety and stuff so I'll be like what's the point of it what's the point of anything because like nobody will want it 
nobody like pays attention to me anyways. Like I'll be like, oh, I can work on my blog post. Nobody does anything on that anyway. So what's the point of me sitting here for a couple of hours and working on something when like literally I will get no hit. So what's the point? And it's just like, it's a that's very big spiral. It's like literally we, me with my sticker club. Like, I'm like, oh, why do I do all this work every month? And I'm like, no, you do this work every month because 13 people, that's how many people are currently in my sticker club, 13 people love your stickers. I'm not going to lie. It would be really nice if 13 people actually read my blog, like, yeah. or like at least clicked on the link. But like, here's the thing also with me is that like, I can, I know how to figure out like where people are and like analytics and stuff. So mm -hmm. I know, like, I know for a fact, like it's not happening. So it's not even, I can't even live in like a dream world where I'm like, Oh, I just don't know. I'm like, yeah, no, I actually know. Cause I can pinpoint even the country or the state where they're like clicking the link. So, okay, cool. <laughs> so then I get like down on that too. Cause I don't even have like a little bit of hope. I'm like always like never hope. And then I just like <laughs> spend all my time on certified Nuna stuff. That's like what I do. Because it's like, whatever, like, what else am I going to do? Or watch the well, lines. Well, then at least, or at least Asian like, dramas are fun. Like airplanes <laughs> that are crashing. Oh, yeah, it's a friggin' airplane show. I love it. I've, I, like, found a new YouTube, too. Where it's this guy called Mentor Pilot, and he, like, is a pilot, and he, like, talks about the stuff, too. I don't even know why I'm doing because I don't even have, like, any interest whatsoever in flying or planes or anything. Yeah, but here nothing. I am. But yet, no, it's like- And also, like, my anxiety, like, I could go on a plane right now and not, it, it wouldn't bother me watching all these crashes. So I really don't understand my obsession with this plane thing that I've got now. It's, you know- it I happens. mean, like, depression. It's called hyperfixation. Yeah. That's what we do. I wish my hyperfixation was on, like, an actual thing. But, like, you could be like, yeah. Like, I understand when I'm, like, criminal minds. I'm like, yeah, I understand that hyperfixation. But, like, planes? <laughs> My I don't thing even is, care so, about them. But what I, what I get a lot of anxiety about is so stupid. The thing that I'm about to tell you is the dumbest thing. Because it is literally the least consequential. They always the are. It's always, always something is. so dumb. And it's my fucking fan fiction. Because... I will not, I will like ghost my fan fiction readers for months and then I'll come back and be like, here's a little update, like, really sorry. And everyone's like, no, baby girl, like, <laughs> you yeah. take care of yourself. Like, we're just happy you're still alive. And I'm like, this is, this is the support I need. In fact, a little notification just popped up where on literally on one of my fan fictions that someone just commented, I just realized that you're the author of the first book I ever read on this website. And I was like, <laughs> it's like so it's just so exhausting in that front too because you know like like in one like space I know like it doesn't matter like it matters in like terms of like how much effort you put into stuff like yeah, yeah. if you're not gonna see a return that like does suck but like I know I like writing so mm -hmm. it's like what doesn't matter if nobody reads it because like you have well, fun doing it you would but think like that then would everything else creeps in and then just yeah. prevents you from doing anything and it's just a spiral and also like how am i supposed to get out of it i don't have a job i live in america i can't yeah. afford to go to a therapist or get drugs or anything so i'm like i can't even yeah. afford to get like normal groceries so I'm just stuck here. 
That's all I am stuck here. <laughs> yeah, I had to like, even as with as much as I love the Canadian health care system, I had to actually um, take myself off of my antidepressants because during COVID, I could not get to a doctor to refill my prescription. Mm -hmm. So I just couldn't get it anymore. And yeah, and that's the thing, like, I mean, like, I can tell you about all of this and I still understand that I'm super privileged mm -hmm. Yeah, everything same. because I do have parents who support me and who understand generally what's going on. And, you know, even if like things are physically like rough for me, I'm still close enough to go to like places. Yeah. And like I have friends who if I needed to, I could call and they'd be there. Right. But like not everybody has that too. Like, <laughs> and like, or like, you who can't like go to a, like a grocery store like I could, you know that yeah. sort of thing. It's hard that too because then it also you kind I of, think it's you, like it's it's you get important sad to, like, because you're like oh, but I could be worse, and I feel bad about people who are like literally on GoFundMe who are like yeah, I'm gonna be homeless tomorrow. I'm like, but th this is like a false. Me, this is like a false thing because there's this narrative that has been pushed, and I think a lot of it. I'm not gonna go too deep into this because I don't want to get canceled, but like a lot of it is the fact that you know. Christian upbringings, especially like, you know, push this narrative that, well, you know, you might have it bad, but there's always someone who has it worse. So you can't, but it's like, yeah, but there's always someone who has it better too. Like, yep. so it's like, oh, so but that means if I can't be sad because someone has it worse, then I can never be happy because other people have better lives than me. What we can all do is just acknowledge that we all have our own privileges and our own mm -hmm. you know shortcomings and they're they differ and just yeah. have compassion for everyone because everyone's going through something and that's true not be a piece of shit yeah no it's, it's true. really not like i don't know why people find it so difficult to not be a piece of shit but man people find it difficult to not be a piece of shit these days i think like it doesn't help that like all this happened in covid because like yeah also all this stuff like i've always been had depression and anxiety too it's just like never mm -hmm. been this bad because obviously the world i think it's been harder on top of things because then you're like forced to see what type of people the majority of people are and like before you were taught that like there are good people in this world and it's like more good than bad and mm -hmm. you're finding out that that's not true and I would have rather have been like under the knowledge that it was this way. I would have always. rather been dumb. I would and have rather just not known. I'm a white girl. I like have that privilege that like like I'm not a person of color who like found out that thing too. But like also so young, like, yeah. I wish it wasn't as bad. Like cause it's like bad in like respect that I didn't even think of. Like mm -hmm. because they're like I know. Like, I've always known people are bad. I'm a fat girl, too, and have always been a fat girl. So, like, I know how the world is. Like, a lot of people are shitty. Like, most of the world is fat, phobic, and shitty. Yeah. Like, I've grown up living in that. At least it wasn't, like, other things. And now I'm like, oh, these other things are a thing. <laughs> like, are for most real people. Bad. It's like, real I think bad. that, you know, <laughs> the best thing that I think anyone can do, especially people who recognize that. It's not necessarily that there are more bad people than good people, but just bad people are so much better well, at being just right out there for you, just right out there doing their thing. You know? I think it's more of that most people are very apathetic and they'll choose whatever is easier for them and yeah. being bad is easier for them. Yeah. And so the best thing to do is if you don't want to be this type of people to just live compassionately mm -hmm. for other people yeah. and then like try the best that you can. 
because yeah. I feel like there's, you know, a lot of it is like trying gets you most of the way. That's true. Like even because no one can be perfect about things. Like you know, I I mess up, you mess, we all mess up. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. of us, and just being, you know, you know, I, I saw something a TikTok recently, um, where it was someone finally admitting that they realized that they had been a piece of shit all their lives mm -hmm. and they had masked it by saying like i used to tell people like that i was you know i was just being honest i was just being honest uh -huh. and she said well you know being honest without being kind is just being brutal yeah and being kind without being honest is just being manipulative so you have to be kind and honest at the same time and that's all we can mm -hmm. do right yeah at the end of the day that is all we can do because, listen, we're all living in this capitalist hellscape together. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so everyone's going through some bullshit. Yeah. So. I'm hoping those, you know, the younger kids are, they can help us. Oh, those <laughs> can gen, those gen Zs are fucking wild, okay? They They're are wild. burn this place down and I'm going to hand them the lighter. Oh, I'm, I'm like, all for it. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, they can do it when I can't <laughs> you know like just, we, we support you a little Gen Z rebels yeah. like and we fucking love your shit I think it's like the perfect generation to do that because um a lot of the people in power now don't understand technology and I think they technology and, is and like, literally going to like <laughs> what, what I love key. is is like these same people who just who are you know like with fucking crypt keepers with one foot in the grave like who make all the rules and all the laws but and also love to shit on our generation. Yeah, they're like, but they, but they act like we're like still fifteen years old when we's pushing forty, my guys. Or they're like, you know, like why don't you do stuff? I'm like, because you're in that position, you should be gone. Like, yeah, like remember because when you, were you are age? literally there. I can't get into your position because yeah. you are literally <laughs> there, physically Re there. Remember when you were our age, and the people who were your age had already retired. Yeah, do that, please. And did other things. Like, I get it. People die a lot later than they did then. And then but like, I get it because if the we world had has things gone like through a social, weird fun. If we yeah. had things like a social safety net, then the elderly wouldn't have to keep working in jobs. Yeah. If we, like, prioritize things that, like, are things that people need and prioritize them being easy to get, like food and shelter. Yeah, like, if there was something like, oh, I don't issue. know what... Like a universal income. I know. So that everyone was taken care of. Shocking. And yet, Shocking. you know, like I look at the I look at the states. I feel real bad for you guys. But listen, my mom's American. Like, I get it. I had I had dual citizenship till I was 13. And then I was like, mm, no, <laughs> good. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're done here. Yeah. Um, and like in the same eye that they will blink and say, Oh, sorry, we can't feed children and give you health care they're like we're gonna spend 90 130 billion dollars on fucking right. killing people and then you like find out how little it actually takes to feed everyone so it's not even like you could have both <laughs> like yeah. you literally could be killing like, literally people you could just take <laughs> and like, giving you could, people food and you're you like, could, like reduce your military budget by like two billion dollars that would barely make a dent and that two billion dollars could house and feed every person in america yeah. like and you're just like this is insane uh, visitor yeah he, he's like i hear we're acting up and like we're like, like yelling at the man you're right like, Diab diablo listen diablo he's 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 gonna freaking be holding 
holding the torch to set fire. He's a little, yeah. your little comrade, huh? I believe Diablo. in Diablo. Yeah. He's Diablo the Chihuahua, comrade of the people. He's unsuspecting. He's like, he's like listen, I just want some bread. So <laughs> if if the comrades have bread, I'm there for the revolution. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to us rant about capitalism <laughs> yes. for, this for an hour and a impromptu, bit. Impromptu. So yeah. Uh, I don't even know what we next said. week. <laughs> next week, we are going back to our usual good times because we are going to be talking about a certain film that yes. a listener requested that we get Sky to watch. Mm-hmm. So that uh, the ship of dreams will be sailing next week. <laughs> if you know what date next Friday week, is, <laughs> you will know what movie we may have made Sky watch that she had never mm-hmm. seen. So we're going to get her thoughts on that yeah. film and i'm so excited movie. it's I'm gonna so be excited. so much fun we I had know. a lot of fun watching it too so yeah and so i think it's gonna be a good time mm-hmm. uh so thank you for listening we're you know you can find us at we live online pod we're on um all the you know all the basic uh podcast locations mm-hmm. that you can find us mm-hmm. and uh we hope you have a great week we can Bye. do it we can, <laughs> well, listen we can all survive this week and to to quote some of my favorite tiktoks you're going to survive this week because there's no way you're going to let Mitch McConnell outlive you. <laughs> so true. true. Keep, keep fighting the good fight. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Okay.